have we gotten so far entrenched into the data that we've lost all of our humanity? That was Mr. Hull, an English and journalism teacher with a background in ethics. AI is growing quickly, so how can we keep up with it? Many companies are quick to jump on the bandwagon to implement AI wherever possible to cut down on costs and improve efficiency. But as we're drowning in the numbers and hitting the next goal, we need to slow down and reflect on whether these changes are improving society. That's certainly not to say AI doesn't have its benefits and its place. Let's discover where AI can and can't ethically be used in the job hiring field. I'm Haresh Murali-Darren from North Allegheny. I'm Zoe Gianfrancesco from Lincoln Park Performing Arts Charter School. AI makes a lot of promises with drastically increasing efficiency in the hiring field through aspects such as organizing and sorting candidates. To really be able to filter out different resumes, making sure the correct candidates are on track for that type of opportunity and within that company. That was Nikki Hillard, an executive recruiter for UPMC Enterprises. Streamlining the process is incredibly important, especially for companies sifting through thousands of applicants. However, job hiring isn't exactly the most equitable playing field right now. We, as humans, carry a lot of biases that we're not aware of. We've seen this many times before with gender, racial, and other biases towards minorities that exclude strong candidates from being selected or even considered in the hiring process. One frightening example is how UC Berkeley and U Chicago economists uncovered that many of the top 100 Fortune 500 companies we're much less likely to select candidates with characteristics of minorities, such as having a distinctively black name. But since this bias is part of the human condition, could it be eliminated through the use of a more objective third party? Possibly, but this is still a long way off. Dr. Georgi Yankov, an industrial psychologist and a senior research scientist at Development Dimensions International, puts it simply, We want unbiased AI with biased humans. Um, I think... When we look in the mirror and we want to see AI, we are seeing ourselves. What's more, AI can be easily manipulated by checking the right boxes, as Mr. Hull points out. So I think people would learn how to play the game of tricking, if you will, AI into making it look like they were a better employee than they actually were. And this would create an inauthentic, facade-based system. And it's possible that AI isn't capable of its redeeming factor being objective. In fact, trying to outsource things completely to AI to fix our own bias would be considered part of the problem. Dr. Carrie McKierney, a doctorate researcher in gender, race, and AI at the University of Cambridge, attributes this to techno-solutionism. Saying that technologies are always going to solve these deep-rooted societal problems when actually, no. They may they maybe, in the best-case scenario, thing, deal with some of these symptoms, but they're not going to get to the root. Carrie also mentions that the lack of diversity in the tech field could be leading to more bias in AI models. The AI workforce is notoriously white and male dominated to the extent that it is significantly worse in other STEM fields. 26% of workers in AI roles worldwide are women, uh, so there's a really profound gender gap. To make matters worse, companies often overpromise on things that they can't deliver on. They advertise unbiased software, but often care about profit more than transparency. Another way AI falls short of its selling point is its filtering of underrepresented talent just because they don't fit the conventional requirements built into the model based on data sets, such as external certifications instead of a specific bachelor's degree. A solution commonly presented is to look at these applications from a need-blind and colorblind point of view. 
On the flip side, Carey points out that colorblind logic falls into the myth of meritocracy, where jobs are based solely on merit with race and gender being stripped out. But since this is a big part of who we are, we should take a holistic consideration of the application. But there is some hope with AI giving feedback on hard numerical data, because it can pick up on matters that we may miss. Ideally, both AI and humans could individually score a candidate's application or interview, and then compare results to generate a collaborative assessment. Nikki explains that we need to maintain a human aspect while using AI. But still making sure we are leading with empathy. We are leading with who is that organization, what are they looking for, and how can AI help that organization find the best of the best while including each and every single person from every single background. There also needs to be a lot more regulation happening during and after an AI hiring product gets developed. Dr. Yankov advocates for frequent retesting of algorithms and replicability of the models. There also needs to be increased scrutiny on these companies to force them to conform to their promises. In late 2018, public outcry led to legislators in Washington and New Jersey to pass better AI regulations in hiring, compensation, and other HR-related decisions, as well as more transparency in major AI hiring companies such as HireVue. And that's why I am encouraged to see a lot more social pressure and a lot more political scrutiny of these tools in particular, but also more widely of the tech industry. I think that's really crucial. Ultimately, it's up to us to advocate for these changes as we are the ones most affected. We have the power to speak up and champion marketing transparency, interdisciplinary development, and human AI collaboration in our companies.